listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. What it is, what it do, welcome to Fresh Take 2024, most anticipated with Joshua Adam William Arthon, your host with the Town of Sexy Dangerous Devonir. It's Devin Seal. Yep. With the the new classic, the one and only Nick. What's going on, guys? And finishing us off, rounding us off. He's got opinions. He's got answers. Adam Diesel Powell. Opinions and answers. Both. Those are the same things. Both. I don't think he should be finishing us off. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Finish off. So, I want to finish off. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, thanks everyone for the uh, the comments on our best and worst. Nick wasn't there for our best and our worst show, uh, but he's here for the most anticipated of 2024. Uh, this is also a show that a lot of people love. Um, this year is a good year, but it's also a little bit hindered by the actor slash writer strike. A lot of things got pushed back. Um, even with some video game stuff, I kind of noticed this isn't, I'll go to dev quick on the gaming stuff. This isn't an overwhelming gaming year. And even some games, I couldn't track down a, a secure date on it. So you don't know. I mean, even like this time last year, you know, we thought Spider-Man 2 might come out, but we didn't have a date. So we didn't know, right? Mortal Kombat came out of nowhere. Stuff like that kind of happens with games. So there's no real... I think I saw on some people's list, it was like the most anticipated was like the new Hollow Knight game and the new Tekken game for games this year. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Games are kind of like albums now where companies can just kind of release them on a whim, given that like 75 or 80% of all sales are digital now. Um, Not to mention, most companies don't care if it's even done or not. Uh, So they'll just release it in a window that they think they can maximize profit on and uh, fix it later. So, yeah, plus we're getting uh, the Switch 2 maybe this year, which I wanted to put on my list, but I didn't because we don't know if it's coming out for sure. And that could be Odyssey 2 or a new Mario 3D game. That's kind of my uh, general rule with this kind of stuff was I want to be able to actually have something to reference when I have an anticipated list in terms of uh, uh, trailer, graphics, uh, gameplay in case of games, posters even. Yeah. Um, especially for stuff that's coming out later in the year. So even if it's just like, if they just give you a year, it's coming out in 2024, chances are I don't have much to actually, I'm not, it's not on my list. So yeah, I want something for, concrete. Uh, absolutely. For movies, um, Adam, some stuff been moved around for film side and obviously some stuff not completed, some stuff getting reshoots. So that's why some of that got, I mean, I, if it was a better movie year that we have coming up than what I thought it would be. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that's getting shifted around. You'll see, um, and stuff that got moved to this year. Um, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about at least one of those titles. Uh, but this is this is a good time to look at like indie film, and it's a good time to look at like foreign film because when we're talking about a Hollywood strike, yeah, there's a lot of films being made around the world that are not affected by this, and so yeah. maybe you'll see a lot more of stuff like that, like Godzilla doing so well. Maybe we'll get yeah. more foreign film in the in the theaters in 2024. And then Nick, you get lasted with TV shows for whatever reason, but uh, because of the writer strike, there's not really as much shows. It seems like a lot of repetitive shows. There's not really any new shows. There's a few, but none to really get you too jazzed up. No, not at all. I uh, I don't know. I'm 
I'm not too hip on the the TV world, so I just kind of, if you know, if it looks interesting, cool. If there's people, if there's mayhem, chaos, I'm into it. But I, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on this year. Hopefully, something. So you're jazz. Hey, since since Nick wasn't here, I want to know Nick's best and worst movie show of this year. Movie show. Movie and show. Movie and show. Yeah, one of each. Two of each. Um, Honestly. All right, so, so the best. Oh, you want to start with the worst? Oh man, what was the worst? You can start wherever um, you want. I picked worst. Flash. Flash was really bad. Um, that movie was. That might be the worst. That might be the worst. Just because I don't like Ezra Miller, and having two Ezra Millers in that movie was quite awful. You ruined Michael Keaton. And yeah, and and then the, and, you know Batman. Like, why are we even doing that? No, and a decent super. Yeah, that might be the worst one. Um. Yeah. Worst TV show? I don't know because after three episodes of something, I just turn it off. So I don't know how bad they get. Um, I think Secret Invasion, Nick. <laughs> yeah, um, I got one episode. I got a half an episode into that one and shut it off. So maybe that one. Um, I don't know. Unpopular opinion. I didn't really like Loki too. Not gonna lie to you. I'm sure you guys loved it, but I didn't really like it. And especially now because it's gonna mean absolutely nothing in this universe. So that's gonna be great. Uh, so that might be my worst. Um, best movie, um, and this is going to be a super unpopular opinion, and everybody can hate on me all you want. I don't even care. Um, Dead Reckoning. Um, I loved that movie. I love the Mission Impossible franchise, and I Dude, think that movie I'm right there was, with you, buddy. Like, it was so bang on to what the franchise has become with big stunts, big action set pieces, um and it was great it was just a fun watch and i you all know i hate three hour long movies and this was a three hour long movie that i actually sat through and enjoyed i'm glad you brought it up because i didn't get to talk about it in best of i love that movie the movie was great movie was rad it was a great it was a perfect it was a damn near perfect action movie was it perfect was it as perfect as john wick 4 no did i have more fun with it yeah because you know what i love john wick 4 but that's a three hour long movie and there's like a million bullets in that movie. And it's just kind of yeah. got a little repetitive. The 40 minute staircase scene probably could have been 25 minutes, <laughs> stuff like that. Maybe. Um, in John Wick kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. Whereas mission impossible was like the set pieces were so fast and it was, it was a lot of them and it was great. It was awesome. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess for you, just because nice recap. Your, one of our best from bootleg and b-sides um uh, what was your best and worst album we pretty much unanimously all picked uh the drake album was the worst yeah, yeah i never i never heard it so it could be the worst i'll just uh <laughs> go with that was the worst one what about for your best album my best album album of the year oh my god i don't even know what came out last year um it's gonna be something it's gonna be something heavy it's gonna be um Honestly, um, and it's, you know, there's a, all right, there's a metal band out of Vancouver named Spirit Box, and they just got nominated okay. for a Grammy, and um, it's really cool to see them, so they put out, um, like, a six-song EP that blew everybody away this year, and it was nice. super, super cool. It's heavy, uh, it's got a female singer, she's got a wild voice, um, check them out if you want, it's, it's, it's good. Nice. All right, so here's the rules, or if, I guess um you go 10 to 1 for your most anticipated the the way to cut down a little bit of time on here if you know i pick out a thing and let's say nick picks it out to be like hey so this is my number 10 you're like yeah that's my number eight so we just all can just kind of and then 
say Adam and Devin all have it. I doubt we're all, I mean, there's maybe two things in here that I think we're synchronized with. Um, but then we're like, yeah, that's my this, that's my this. Even if it's your number one, then we just kind of discuss it because it's an easier block to talk about that event than going one by one and then like, oh yeah, so this is what I picked and come back. I just think that makes more sense. Having said all that, Nick, you're the that's newcomer. Good. I won't make you go first because I know you're still working on the list idea. No, it's so, okay. I can go first. I my number one's gonna be the of course. No, it's not number one. Well, oh no, it comes at number 10. 10. Yeah, we yeah. can do number 10. It comes Whoa, out this I'm pretty sure it. it comes out this week. Does it come out this week? I'm pretty sure it comes out like Friday. <laughs> uh figure with I think you're going, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Uh the yeah, the beekeeper is my number 10 most anticipated film of 2024. <laughs> and it's gonna be amazing because it's Jason Statham doing jason statham shit and it's gonna be amazing and that's all i want it right now is just jason statham doing jason statham things you and i talked uh, about this in a text with reacher we're like we need more movies again like this of just like yeah title action film shut up watch that's it it's like the the traditional action movie like the 90 minute action movie is gone and I find the traditional rom-com is gone as well. Like a 90 yeah. minute in and out rom-com. Yeah. Those two genres are like gone. You don't see them. They're direct to streaming. They're on Netflix or whatever. That's it. But to see one in theater. Oh yeah. I'm all over this thing. I have a question. By David Ayer. Oh. Okay. My question is this, Nick. Yes. If you had to wait, if you had to wait more than one week to build up anticipation, would this have been higher on your list or is this number 10? Cause you get to see it within the week. Um, maybe both. I mean, I'm amped. It's going to be the first movie of 2024 that I see in theater, you know? Um, but it's also stay them. I would have seen it anyways. It's stay them <laughs> on a big screen. I loved operation <laughs> fortune. I thought that movie ruled, um, you know, and, to see it just go to direct to streaming was kind of like, yeah, I would have seen this in theater and it would have been fun. That had a solid cast too. That guy, Richie film, Aubrey right. Plaza, who I like said right now is the film MVP. If Aubrey Plaza's in something, she's carrying it. Right. Hugh Grant, the Hugh Grant, return yeah. of, uh, of Josh Hartnett. Stay yeah. hair. He's back. Yeah, jo- Josh, Hutch- uh, Josh Hutchinson's in the beekeeper, by the way. So. And uh, you're, you're right about the beekeeper. The mom from the- and, and action movies like like i think if there wasn't the strike i feel like this movie might have just gone straight to streaming right which would have been a shame and like seeing these like like 100 minute action movies or rom-coms like you're saying like these like lower double digit million dollar budget movies like need to be seen in theaters i think so i think it's it's exciting that it's like back and i hope that we get more of it it's not just 300 million dollar blockbusters in the theater if not it just gets forgotten right i remember there was a a karen mm-hmm. gillian action movie that came out like two or three years ago which was fine it came on the streaming and then it was gone like just like that so yeah, you like forget it, about it, them it's good that kind of, and that's why i think it's good to have these films like go like that so uh devon yes sir uh, okay Number 10 is probably something I know the least amount of. That's why I'm the least anticipated of all my lists. And it's the Ministry of Gentlemanly Warfare. The Guy Ritchie movie with Henry Cavill, Henry Mm. Golding. Uh, Honestly, I think The Gentleman was really underrated. Uh, I don't think Guy Ritchie always hits, but when I when he's allowed to do things that are relatively within his wheelhouse, I think he gets to come up with some really interesting products. 
And I hope that this is a return to that kind of style. And Josh, our boy's in it. He's Alan like, Richson. Let's go. The rise. See, everyone Everyone should see it. I don't think there's Hugh Grant, though, unfortunately. Oh, sad. <laughs> uh, so far, no overlap just yet. Adam? Number 10. Um, obviously, I have to go with the prequel to The Lion King, Mustafa, The Lion King 2. No, <laughs> just fucking with you. Uh, not going to pick that movie. Um, but it is directed by Barry Jenkins, which is pretty crazy. Like, you do Moonlight, and now you're doing Lion King prequels. Yeah. Well, money. Just Disney money. The yeah, money talks. Um, my, my number 10 is a game, and uh, it's going to be like an indie game. Uh, they're bringing out a Toxic Crusaders game. And it's like mm -hmm. an old Ninja Turtles beat em up style. And it looks awesome. And I love Toxic Avenger and I love Toxic Crusaders. And I want to play this game. Nope. It looks great. I like it. I like it. All good picks so far. Uh, I'm going, I guess I'll be the first one to take uh, TV off. I'm going with the, uh, the FX series Shogun. I've been anticipating this for a while. Disney had. Um, when they first really launched Disney Plus and they talked about some of the original content that they had coming, Shogun was there. This was announced like with murderers in the building. So you know how long ago it was when they when they announced this. And so it's been three seasons of Murder in the Building. And finally, Shogun's gonna come out. It has um I'm gonna butcher this name, so please apologize. But dude that played Scorpion in Mortal Kombat, who's been... Hiro uh, Yuki Sonata. Thank you, yeah. yeah. Who, if he's in, I'm in at this point, and he he seems to play one of the lead characters in this, and we just haven't had, like, a good, like, samurai uh, series. So it, it's cool to kind of go into that world. FX at this point is kind of like HBO. For the most part, if they put out a show, you're going to trust it. FX, you could argue, and we talked about best streamer, and I think one of the caveats that Devin had is, like, well, I don't know if it's Disney, but it's Star slash Hulu FX. And that's because of anything that FX slash Hulu touches right now is right up there. So I got a lot of trust in this. Comes out February 27th and uh, pretty hyped to finally have this samurai level show. And we'll see uh, see how it goes, but pretty psyched to have it. It's on my honorable mention. Yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. It almost looks too too big budget for me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if if you want to adapt like a 1200 page historical novel from 60 years ago let's do it yeah <laughs> um yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they canceled warrior and i'm super pissed about that because that show fucking ruled if you guys haven't seen it um so this will take that place this year nice all right uh to number nine i guess i'll go kind of in uh reverse draft order here waiting a long time for this bad boy and uh, Disney, as we talked about last year, the um, the live action for the MCU was not great last year, to say the least. Uh, Adam, I know you don't know, and God bless you for not knowing because it was not great last year. Uh, animated wasn't sounded even, great. It was yeah, animated near the end was up and down with what if. But the one thing I'm wondering now with Marvel is going to pull a reverse DC, where all the animation is really good and the live action is kind of meh. And we start bringing back one of the greatest Marvel animated properties of all time in X-Men 97. Uh, that's coming to Disney Plus this year. Uh, I'm super excited about it. Obviously, one of the most, from our childhood, one of the most legendary 
theme songs of all time, all the original voice cast are going to come back. It's the only property that's done the Dark uh, the Dark Phoenix saga correctly. Days of Future Past was done really good on there. And it'll kind of be the first look into Disney MCU handling X-Men property. Obviously, it'll be a rehash and just kind of a carry-on of the animated series with updated animation. And anyone doesn't know that story of the animation show, like for like four seasons or so, it was great. And then Fox, you know, got cheap and lazy. And then they shipped it off to a cheaper animation studio and the animation quality went down and the writing went down on what was a really good, really well-written show. I think if you go back and look at that era of animation in the early 90s, it's Batman and Spider-Man and this X-Men series. So we're not unfortunately ever going to get Batman back now at that level because uh, RIP to uh, Mr. Conroy. And Spider-Man, I think Disney has other plans. They have an animated show coming out this year. So we did have X-Men 97. So super hyped to uh, see X-Men come back. Adam. Go X-Men. Yeah. Um, my number nine pick is going to be the Twisters sequel because everybody's asking for so more Twisters. you're just going to be sarcastic on every pick then? <laughs> but again, it's, it's directed by the guy that did Minari, which is insane. Like you do this like amazing like indie drama and then you're given some giant uh pro- like ip that you're just rehashing from like 20 years ago yeah uh so nobody else has twister okay no uh, actually no i'm gonna pick a movie it's um it's an indie movie called anora and it's by sean baker who did uh um tangerine florida project and most recently red rocket with simon rex it, there's like not much known about it. He's pretty quiet about his his films, but um, I'm in for anything he does. He does this like ultra realism, surrealism kind of style that really works, casting a lot of non-actors. And he's been a big, a big, um, a big advocate for sex workers and like normalizing sex work. And this one lives in the world of sex work, uh, much like a few of his other films. So. I'm excited for it. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I think it comes nice. out like in the fall. Nice. I'm not sure yet. Who's no? You don't know who's in it yet at all. I can't remember. It's like it's like an OnlyFans actress, and oh. like I don't know if there's anyone like famous in it. There's always he always finds he like cast no name people. Like he he found the girl from Red Rocket on TikTok. Wow, and she's like amazing. She's great. Yeah, like yeah. You got to admire that technique. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. Uh, I don't know a home. single person in this movie. Well, oh, just uh, I feel like I'm the resident fact checker of this podcast. And Adam, the sequel to Twister is not Twister; it's Twisters. He said yeah, that. That's what I said. You said, said Twister a couple times, so he I just said Twisters like... at the start. Okay, well, I want to make sure we're on the same Definitely page. Said not... yeah. Um. Okay, thanks. Number Appreciate number it. nine for me is uh, Tokyo Vice season two, uh, oh. based off the very very really? loosely based off of the book by Jake Adelstein. And you know what? I have it's it's not even that I'm really interested about the general story of the characters anymore. Um, I just love the authenticity of what Ansel Elgort's done, adapting to to being like an American in Japan. I love like the language training that he did. I loved how they filmed. Uh, a lot of the mundane parts of Japan, then going into like the more, the more seedy side. So I don't really have high hopes for, it, but I'm still gonna watch it through a different lens, and I think a lot of other people will. Nice. And I'm just a sucker for yakuza stuff. So 
Yeah, I knew you were you were happy with the first season, I'd say. I was happy until like the weird love triangle part. Yeah. Like the, I actually go back and rewatch the first two episodes probably once every six months. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. That Michael Mann set, like what he does with that material is just mind blowing. Um, the rest of the show kind of fell off a little bit, but I love the commitment like uh, with Ken Watanabe as well. So nice. Is he involved at all in this second season? I have who Ken Watanabe or Michael Mann? No, Michael Mann. I don't think I don't think so. And even like one of the lead actors, the like the young Yakuza is not in it for whatever reason mm. I haven't looked into. So I have no idea what direction they're going to go because the book they followed was more of a memoir. It really had to do with like, you know, a period of time throughout his career where he was chasing stories rather than his personal life through that time. So I'm not really sure what kind of direction they're going to take. Interesting. So far, no overlapping. I love it. Nick. Um. All right. For number nine, uh, I'm going to go with Love Lies Bleeding okay uh mm-hmm. yeah it's a new kirsten stewart katie o'brien movie with ed harris and dave franco so it should, oh, should be pretty interesting i think the premise is 824 um i do like katie o'brien a lot right now i think she's done some really good stuff on her disney um path with uh, her role in mandalorian um and that shitty ant-man quantum mania which is my worst movie of last year not the flash um you're not a dick let's go was fucking awful but katie o'brien plays like the warrior girl in that leading the band of whatever the fuck aliens were fighting kang at the end uh so she's badass and she plays a bodybuilder in this and it's gonna be fucking awesome so yeah love lies bleeding that one looks great, and it's. Did you see Saint Maud? No, not yet. I'm assuming I that should. That was her. Uh, that was the director's first one. Okay, it's a pretty wild, yeah. Okay, wild like almost body horror ish type stuff. That's that's. This my, one looks kind of jam. body, maybe secret body horror. Like it doesn't show it <laughs> in the trailer, right? But right, that's a twenty four. They always any, got that secret body horror. Yeah, secret body horror. I'm in for anything Kristen Stewart does. Hundred percent. I will 100%. watch any movie she's in post twilight like literally anything nah even twilight come on man it's fine (laughs) i'm actually like a robert pattinson stand now over the last little while so well i just haven't seen a lot of christmas stewart stuff i'm just saying like of the twilight ilk i think we've come out pretty good after that like the world needed twilight it seems and kendrick was in that as well in twilight she came out good there's a lot of actors in that that are like really good actors my boy from fast lane whatever his name is um all right we go right back to you uh nick you're number eight um sure let's go with uh let's go with a marvel movie let's fucking set it off uh i'm going with blade i want to see what they Blade's do not out this they, year. they, they mix that i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the crow reboot okay <laughs> <I love it. laughs> yes with uh with it's... one of the with one of the many scars guards playing uh the the role um I don't know. We'll we'll see. You know, I like it's the first cursed. Part. It was such a great movie. The movie ruled when oh, it came out so in 94. Good. The soundtrack was amazing. The lore, everything was great. So, you know what? Uh, a 30-year a later reboot, I'm absolutely fine with it, and I do want to see this. It's nice. just cursed, okay? It's just cursed. It's cursed. That's all. Yeah. Who's in the Who's in the lead role in this one? Uh, Bill. Bill Skarsgård. Oh, Bill Skarsgård. Right, all right, well, hopefully it works. 
I mean, the first one is awesome, other than the tragedy around it. So, yes. hopefully, and then it launched one of the it launched a wrestler's career from it too with Sting and the whole rehab of what Sting has. So, full circle this year, Sting retiring, and a new crow coming out. It's a or rebirth crow coming out. It's a rebirth for everybody. <laughs> that might be what the movie's about. Oddly enough, might be. Uh, Dev. Okay. Number eight, eight, I suppose. Eight. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's going to be another A24, uh, Civil War. Adam, did you have it? Mm-hmm. I didn't. That's but my, I'm number, excited to, that's to my number three. Okay, so we can talk about it then. Okay, I am... I'm always really fascinated by, like, alternate history kind of stuff, and... and whether or not the movie's actually good, I'm really interested in the lore and what they're able to bring in. Like we have, seen, I, I I check Reddit every once in a while, and like the a, a map of like the supposed different states fighting each other had popped up, and uh, you know it just begs a lot of questions. Hopefully, they answer some of them. Uh, there, the internet was basically lit aflame when the first poster came out, uh, and you know we can talk about the military realness of having a sniper nest in the uh, top of the Statue of Liberty. Regardless, <laughs> very, very it's memorable. Great image. Poster, great image. <laughs> yeah. and, and it really conveyed exactly what's going on. And the trailer definitely hooked me wanting for more. Nice. Yeah. Nick? Um, yeah. Well, so Adam showed me this first. He sent me like the trailer or whatever. And then we were talking about it. And then I was talking to a couple other buddies of mine. And it's just like, this thing is this thing could happen. This is, this is real as shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we almost saw this on Jan six, you know, it's just like, that's, that's what it is. And we'll see with this upcoming election and we'll see what everything else happens in, in, in America. But this is like, this could be some real, real life shit. This could be a documentary more than anything, you know, or a pro. That's the scariest thing I think about it. Is that like, is this like a playbook? For like people to start this thing, like that's 100%. a little bit terrifying. Hundred percent, and that's why I'm intrigued and I want to see it, and I want to see then exactly like how real this shit got. Is this a Simpsons episode wrapped in a movie? You know, <laughs> some people are almost I, I don't, too like. Okay, Adam. I was gonna say Garland. I don't know if he's done a really good movie yet, um, but everything he's done has been really interesting, and I'm always excited to see what he does. But I don't think he's there yet. Well, even if this is like he a so dread movie, well, mm. that's untouched. Do... Dread's amazing. No, he didn't. No, no, no. Did the, he do the 2012 dread? was fucking. It's awesome. amazing. It is so underrated. Did he do dread? I'm pretty sure he did dread. Did he? I didn't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Even still, fact even check. if it's a, Where's even the if fact it's a, yeah, fact check. Fact I'm busy. Check. I'm busy like raving about something <laughs> I'm anticipating. He Travis did dread. Mm. He wrote it. Oh, he wrote okay. it. Okay. He's a good writer. Like he's, okay. he's written other yeah. things. Um, okay. Well, yeah. he, wrote X, he wrote Ex Machina and Annihilation, which people, it. which some people don't he directed like. It. Those are the ones he directed. I like Annihilation. I know some people are mixed on it, but I I, I liked Annihilation. I thought it was really yeah. good. It's a ripoff of a sixties Russian. And he wrote Twenty Eight Days Later. Is he writing so cool. the Twenty Eight Years Later script then? That just got confirmed. Yeah. Let's go. Or is it months later? Sorry, 28 months later. Months oh, later. And he's, yeah, he's writing it. Yeah. He's writing years. It's months. 
it's months and he's writing yeah, it yeah yeah mm. he's also writing the halo script okay that's, that's a big minus <laughs> huge humongous minus like it's like a movie halo or the tv halo a movie not the tv show a movie okay then oh, we'll give okay. him we'll give him a thumbs in the middle then okay he's got or maybe it's a different then. show no it's based on it's based on the video and he did man which you you liked adam question mark I remember yeah me and nick nick and i went to see it you uh, liked it and oh. yeah kind of kind of like mid mid but the ending was great the ending was nuts, but that movie was yeah. not. That's what I mean, where I'm like, this guy has really interesting style and interesting yeah. ideas, but it's like he hasn't made that movie yet. That totally gets me. With that body horror. <laughs> it's some good body horror. It's yeah. some great body horror. <laughs> good pick. Uh, Dev, you went. Nick, you went. Adam. What are we on? Number eight? Eight. Eight. This is, uh, I'm going to go TV or streaming, whatever the hell you want to call it these days. Yeah. Um, this isn't a joke. I'm not doing a joke one this time. Uh, it's my only TV show on here. It's a limited series coming out called Disclaimer on Apple Plus. It's oh, uh, directed like by Elf. I don't, but I like when <laughs> things come out, so it doesn't matter. Um, Alfonso Curon is doing this one, and I'll watch. He's like one of the best working directors. Oh, Kate I'm in. Um, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen is wow. in it. Wow, Kevin Klein. But it's like a, um, yeah, it's it seems like a political drama, um, that I'm just I'm just down for anything Alfonso does. So I'm excited to see this one. And Leslie, and uh, I feel like I had to have a TV show. Yeah, you got one. And everything else is terrible. So. And Leslie Manville, who was really one. good in the uh, the Crown is Prince Margaret, and she was in Devin's favorite show of last year, Citadel. Cool. Wow. Uh, number eight for me. It's uh, my first live action TV show. The first one coming to another season. It's season four of The Boys, which I think I don't know if this would have been here if it wasn't for Gen X. I, I enjoy The Boys, but season three kind of seemed like okay. It was good season. Don't get me wrong, but Gen X added an entirely new dimension to it, and new questions, and new excitement for it with how Gen X ended. I don't want to get too into that. I do think we need to escalate a little bit more of the Homelander angle uh, of where we're going with things because it kind of just seems like we're at the same spot with Homelander all the time. But with what happened from Gen X, without spoiling too much, there is now a visible threat to Homelander. So, and there's interesting stuff going in with Vought. So there's a lot of interesting storylines, a lot of interesting plots going in. I'm really excited to uh, see where they go overall with the uh, the series for season four and again i think it's a big part of what gen x added and we know that gen x is going to play a part in this and then this goes like right where gen x ended into this and then right where this ends goes to gen x season two so amazon's got something cooking right now with this universe uh you like... put me on to gen uh, gen gen x gen z yeah. gen, gen x gen, gen z gen z sorry gen z gen z, gen z. Gen z. My gen z. won't be using uh, the v yeah, I'll be using um, a video clip of that. It's uh and it was really good. Yeah. It was a really good follow-up. It was almost yeah. it was much better than Boy Season Three. Yeah. Um, so I'll agree with um because of that, I'm kind of amped for season four. Oh oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah for sure. Uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention, nice. I watched one take... episode of this show. I'm gonna take a left That's turn. As far and as I'm, just... I got. It's I'm gonna it's... I 
<laughs> it's got some good. It's got some good action. Got some good blood. It's it's good. I, I think I, not... the first episode is where the guy gets exploded by the yeah. guys. Running. Oh, the the yeah. girlfriend, the fiance, the girl. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it good. Obviously, um, I do not I really give, took it in. I do not give two shits about any of the mysteries involved or the background or the history of this company. I really just want to see Anthony Starr play Homelander. That's all I'm there for. And you know, when you talk about like a credible threat to Homelander's power, well, we saw that with Soldier Boy. Yeah, but you really like, see it from Gen V. There's something actually that could tell I, him. You know what? I'm sure there is. Like, and I, yeah. you know what? I'll probably watch it in anticipation of season four. You know, haha, no pun intended. But yeah. um, I'm just letting you know. I I love Homelander. The rest of the show, I'm kind of take it or leave it. Uh, coming back to me uh, with my seventh pick, uh, I'm going to TV again, and this is my I have two. This and one more TV. Um, going i know no one else will have this i'm the only one that has this house of the dragon season two uh thrones ended anticlimactic i guess it's safe to say for some i thought it was okay but it was fine house of the dragon came along and remember reminded everyone why they uh they loved game of thrones and it was a real force and i think the interesting thing too was part of this hbo power house that happened with house of the dragon into white lotus into last of us into succession and then that kind of got destroyed by the idol and HBO hasn't recovered since then, but they get to have uh, this come, I believe it's going to be coming in the summer. And anytime they can get the shot of the arm from arguably their best overall franchise that helps and left in a good cliffhanger. We had some time jumps in the first season. I don't know if I have as many time jumps this time from it, but looking forward to uh, going back. And I think they said there's going to be about two more seasons of this. So looking forward to going back and, uh, Seeds and dragons and see where we go for uh, House of the Dragon. It's my number seven. I don't think anybody else had this other than me. Hey, as long as you're happy. Uh, I, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, back to Adam. Um, so at the end of 2023, there was a, a, a famous interview with John Carpenter. Yeah. And they said, um, you're the master of horror please speak on this for a little. And he says, look, I'm not a master of anything. I just want to play video games and watch basketball. <laughs> and so John Carpenter is making a video game this year. Let's go. It's called John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. Um, and it sounds insane. It's a zombie first-person shooter. And it could be terrible, and it probably will be. But it's John Carpenter getting involved in another medium. And he's already destroyed cinema and done so well with that. And he DJed at Coachella, and he does soundtrack score for for films still. Um, so I want to see what he does with uh, with the medium of video games. So I'm excited for that one. Nice. That's my yeah. last video game on the list. Um, I had GTA Six on there pretty high up until like five minutes ago, and so I panicked. Did you not see the trailer? It. Did you not see the trailer? I don't remember. I was like next year going on next year right yes then, senator yeah. literally had that on one of his worst of was that it was out next year uh, i i didn't have any video games i had honorable mention to star wars outworlds but i'm still mixed on it because of another as uh, devin and i talked about an electronic enhancement another open world game and it's bethesda which can be up and down well the other part too is are we even sure that some of these games are going to come out on time like 
that's the thing. Outworld's now late 2024, so I was like, eh, I don't. I don't we got it. a we got a trailer for Star Wars Eclipse like two years ago, yeah, and we haven't heard a single thing about it. So and I'll believe Judas. I'll believe anything to do with Star Wars like the day before it's supposed to come out, because they're gonna pull the rug out from under you if they can. Hey Dev, I was fully prepared to come on here and put Bomb Rush Cyberfunk for a third year in a row as one of my most anticipated. <laughs> um, but then you told me that it was already out and it came out like halfway through last year and I was it like It came what? out in like August. I bought it for my brother for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fan. I probably should buy it. I probably I need should. to get it. <laughs> uh, that leads to Devon. Cool. Number seven? Uh, yep. no. I'm counting yep. I'm counting the wrong way, so I gotta do the math in my head. I am going to put a video game. Uh, uh Animal Well by Big Mode. Hey, how's about that? And a very certain YouTube personality that I know three of us really you know. And he's not well, leaving not YouTube. Say, Don't worry. I'm not gonna say idolize, but um we all respect video game donkey for what he does, and now he's using this platform to make a publishing company and he's making like a really cute quirky retro style 16-bit game where you're a frog i don't know i don't know did um, you see the youtube video he did today the five second one saying he's not quitting I, YouTube? <laughs> I have not but given how many people have quit within the last like month wouldn't be surprised so uh animal wells getting some love that's a great pick i i honestly didn't see it on my list but that's definitely an honorable mention it's definitely an honorable mention. I'm very excited to play just because Donkey number one, when he does his year in reviews, which he hasn't done yet as we're recording this, he always gives so much love to the indie games and loves the indie games. And I know you do too, Dev. Uh, and if, if if it's good enough for Donkey, I think it's a good enough endorsement for a lot of us. He also had kind of like that 1912 kind of Blastoid game that they're doing as well on uh, Big Mode that looks really cool. But yeah. I, I couldn't find out when year when when that's coming out either. Yeah, I think he, as someone who gives criticism, I think he's going to have a really unique take on on games itself, and he's probably going to learn a lot from this process. And I just want to see his unique take on on games, given that he's uh, he critiques them. So, absolutely, uh, Nick, number seven. All right, we're going to get into some shit. So, uh, <laughs> if if heist movies are my number one favorite genre of action movies um espionage and spy shit is my number two and this fucking movie argyle the new matthew vaughn joint i almost I had can't a mention. wait <laughs> for this movie i can't wait henry cavill bryce dallas howard sam rockwell brian cranston dua lipa who i love John Cena, Samuel L. Jackson's movie's gonna fucking be awful. What? I can't wait to see it. So I I had an honorable <laughs> mention. My my only thing for this is this not just like romancing the stone 2024? 100 percent And I'll yeah, be okay. fine with it. Because it's pretty much Yeah, it's pretty much what that Sandra Bullock Channing Tatum movie was too. So you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Never saw that one, but this one seems way better. Yeah. I'm into it. And it comes on Apple right away, too, right? I don't think if it goes to theater. Amazing. I can't wait. I hope not. Yeah, it's on my honorable mention. Do either one of you guys have that? No, but you no, know no. what? It's by the writer. It's by the writer of Ice Age Continental Drift. So Even it's better. So it's de- it should have been fucking number six on my list, not seven. <laughs> Shit. So just being in this podcast for the last, like, 
45 minutes or God knows however long since we're all, you know, we're all ranking our genres. Uh, Yakuza movies or triad movies are my number one espionage movies. I think are my number two, a good cold war espionage movie. I'm in. So I, I see some common ground, Nick. Okay. I'm into it. I love it. Uh, Then you're going to love this Argyle shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, Nick, you're number six. Uh, my number six. Uh, is this coming out this year? You're going to have to fact check me. Is this new Beetlejuice movie coming out this year? Yes. Okay, it's then that's yes. my number six. Because that, <laughs> yeah. that movie's going to fucking rule. So, uh, you know, it's Michael Keaton playing one of his greatest roles ever. Let's be completely honest. Uh, yes. And I don't believe Alec Baldwin is resurfacing. So it's going to be way no. better. Uh, Gina Davis Jones. isn't in either, right? Well, that's sad. She's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's an anticipated movie. The first one was great, and to do it thirty six years later, um, I'm fine with it. What movie is that, Nick? Uh, Beetlejuice two. What movie is that, Nick? Nope, you're only gonna get me twice. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> what if he made like an appearance on our podcast behind Nick? Like, wouldn't we all want to hang out with him? Like, that's the by whole. By the point. way, sure. uh, oh, yeah. some, some interesting points in that uh, has William Defoe. Yes. In it. Yes. Um, Monica Belushi, who's Beetlejuice's wife. Amazing. Uh, Jenna Ortega, who is contractually obligated now to be an all themed spooky, apparently. Right. Uh, the goat, mm-hmm. Catherine O'Hare, is coming back. Justin Thoreau's in it. And Winona Ryder's coming back as well. And Danny Elfman's still per- doing that score. Boom. That's and it's going to be amazing. This is like one of those, this is one of those like sequels that nobody asked for. Uh, but it sounds, you know, this is going to sound so trite. Adam's going to roll his eyes. Like, it sounds like they're doing it right. <laughs> like, I really have no problem with this kind of blatant cash grab for a really, really beloved property. Like, if, I don't know, that's just me. I mean, but it's not like a reboot. It's not like they're recasting anybody, you know? So I think that's why it seems a little more, like, I don't want to say genuine because it is a cash grab, but it's like, it yeah. seems a little more, you know, grounded because it's got Keaton in it. You know, if they recasted him and put some, you know, whoever is hot right now, you know, I don't, you know, but Josh it, you Hartnett. Know, sure. They put Josh Hartnett Justin in with that Bieber. Hair. Sure. Bieber as fucking Beetlejuice. Joe and Keaton, <laughs> you know? Oh my Christ. <laughs> not a joke to be had. Um, yeah, cool, love it. Uh, Devin, number six, you got it. Let me look through my list really quickly. Okay, I'm pretty confident. Uh, this is gonna go here True Detective Night Country. This is this is the last stab at the old, at the old well. Um, by the trailer, it looks like they're referencing some really cool stuff. Arguably, the you know the cool stuff from season one. Yeah. Uh, it's got friggin' Jodie Foster in it. Like she's mm-hmm. not gonna jump on anything that's shitty, right? She's like a legit actor's actor. Uh, so I'm I'm anticipating it. I'm I'm giving it like every chance for it to be good. Uh, if it's bad, then I can confidently say that I gave it a shot, and the series was just kind of a one hit wonder. Oh, uh, you and I like season three. Season three is like it. Well, just because it's better than season two. Right? I like season that's two, the, but that's because it has McAdams, so I'm going to ride for anything McAdams. It's season two is fine. It's just not like nothing. Very few things can reach the height of season one. Um, you got if a, this even comes close, then I'm I'm in for it. You got a few like classic kind of like that person uh, character actors. Although I don't I don't think Fiona Shaw is past that now. Is she just Fiona Shaw, or is she like oh I know her? Might be an I know her. 
she's that, she's she a bad was, person. She, yeah, because she was in Andor. She was in Killing Eve. She's in a lot of stuff. I think she was in Twenty Four as well. And then uh, John John Hawks as well, who is I think he's kind of a that guy. He's in a lot of stuff too. I was like, oh him, he's one of those as well. But yeah, I was on my honorable mention. Uh, that out. was my number four. Okay, you want to speak on? So that's our all? second double up, Dan. That's that's, that's, that's it. That's that's that. Sympatico. Best friends for life. So, One more. So and just compared. Since we just compared like favorite movie genres, it's like it's kind of coming together. It's all coming together. Uh, Potentially, Adam Crooked Green. Cops number three on our list, Ooh. or uh, or or Buddy Cops. I don't know. <laughs> one cop, one cop definitely has to be like has have a drinking problem and a strange from his family. Yeah, yeah. But the other one has to have like a happy family. Is Jodie uh, Foster the happy family or the drunk? drunk. Oh God. You know what? And that's my only worry about this movie because I've stated on this show before that I hate Jodie Foster, but I'm going to give this show <laughs> one last one last shot. It is one last shot for me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, HBO kind, I mean, HBO is going to be fine, but HBO kind of, like I said, like they had that run of House of the Dragon, White Lotus, Last of Us, Succession, and then it just took a took a sharp turn and this is like the first time in a while that hbo doesn't have like that must-see show on sunday and i do think it's going to recapture it right now with true detective uh adam number six um i think this is going to come out this year um so i'm going to put it on here and i'm think somebody else might have it on here but it's the new bong joon ho film mickey 17 number two they number just two. took it off. Number two. They, they took it off the release. They took it off my list. Yeah, we talked yeah. about this. They had it in, but they had it in March, um, which is pretty early in the year, and I, I feel like they just bumped it back. Yeah, uh, it's actually no, it's off. It, it's off the slate entirely right now. It just it just happened. Uh, very yeah, yeah, recently. like two days ago. Yeah, yeah. we talked about a day it. or two ago. It but is, I, it was I, I feel like I, I'm confident that it's it's a strategic move just to. To let Dune breathe a little bit because it's the same mm. studio. It was supposed to and come out in maybe, March, and maybe angle for some awards. Maybe they think that there's award capabilities yeah. with something like this. Um, I mean, Bong Joon Ho doing his. I think this is his first. Oh no, this is his second um, English language film. He did Okja for Netflix a few years ago, um, but Robert Pattinson is in it. It's about like uh, a clone who does dirty work it's like wally yeah it's basically it's basically like real it's life moon wally. it's moon but the guy remembers it's all kind of like past moon. lives yeah yeah, yeah it's kind of well, like moon um nick but as, as i talked about kristen stewart it's like i'll watch almost anything robert mm-hmm. pattinson is into so yeah nick, it was my number two nick talked about his uh movie genres clones and anything with cloning or body snatching, I'm in. I'm in. You got me. So, <laughs> Parasite, awesome. Anything Bon Joon Ho has done, Robert Patterson, I've like pretty much like everything he's done except for the new Batman. But that's Easy. a story for another day. You that's hold your tongue, man. That's a story for another day. Uh, I had it, yeah, number two because I'm pretty excited, and I, I think, I think it was a March release, so I can't imagine it's going to get pushed entirely off the schedule. I think you know though. Like you were saying, Adam, they'll wait, put it in some um, um, <clears throat> festivals, and then kind of let it out near the fall, near the winter is what I'm assuming. Because March kind of made no sense for it either. I mean, we've had movies that have been out at that time and have been able to ride an award success. Most recently, Get Out comes to mind. Even um, our last year, our 
our uh, our Oscar winner last year came out in the spring. Everything right? everywhere. The same time. Yeah, that came around the same time. So just because you put it there doesn't mean it's not going to be remembered. But I do wonder they wanted to push up Godzilla probably because of what God they're kind of trying to catch Godzilla fever right now. So mm-hmm. kind of get that idea from what Warner's doing. So yeah, that was my number two. Uh, but I'll go back to my number six, and my number six is a franchise I really like, and I and I don't think it's enough love really right now. But it's Kingdom of Planet of the Apes is my number six. Let's go. What number is that for you? It's not a. It's honorable mention. Is it okay. going to be eleven or twelve? Uh, William H Macy's in it, by the way. Uh, I'm excited. Like all these movies, there's not a bad one of the new movies. They're all really, really good. Uh, the originals are I, I obviously love, but. They've done a lot of good stuff with this. I thought they ended Caesar's story perfectly to go to. This is pretty much like for those that when we were kids and you watched the first Planet of the Apes, this is what that movie is pretty much, right? It's pretty much the first original Planet of the Apes, but now modernized. And everything they've laid out for these type of movies has been perfect. And I expect nothing different. The trailer looked really, really good and uh, really excited. And this is the type of movie too, like for me, as you know, Adam, like, Unfortunately, I haven't gone to the theater as much. And there's been movies that came out that maybe I should have gone to the theater. But this is definitely one of those movies. As we're coming up to the rest I have here, this is one that's like, yeah, I'm going to the theater because I have to see this in the theater. So Mark Wahlberg's not in these movies? No, he's not. What about James Franco? And James Franco. (laughs) No, James Franco's not in the movie. I've never seen any of the new Planet of the Apes. They're they're great. But I hear they're pretty good. Yeah, they're great. Uh, into my top five. Uh, number five, it's the last time I'll ever be able to put it on this list. It's one of my favorite shows of all time for the 12th season. Coming in February, Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's, uh, you know, does say what you want to say. Some people don't like these past seasons. I still think they're, they're not what the first seasons were, obviously. But I still like to see Larry get up to awkward situations, tell the jokes that he does. So, and as you know, as a Seinfeld fan, this is probably the last thing we're going to get in that realm i i agree adam and i talked in the past i agree that maybe they should have ended it with the seinfeld reunion but there's been some nuggets mm-hmm. into past seasons and you know i trust larry that he's going to go out get to see some more leon which is always fantastic it's too bad that super dave can't be with us for this final season because he was one of the highlights but i've loved being in this world it's always uh one of my favorite themes when it comes on sundays so i'm looking forward to 10 episodes of this and not ready to say goodbye to it yeah, I, I, I've been one of those people that says I don't really like it in the last few seasons, but there's still like some goal. Yeah. Like every season still has something. And it's it's funnier. I find it less funny to watch it. Like I watch it, I'm like, mm, okay. It's the clips. Then you think back on it and you're like, oh yeah, Vince Vaughn. Like I'm thinking back now of like Vince Vaughn as the surrogate yeah. on Kowser. And it's like, he's very funny in it. Or like John yeah. Hamm trying to play John Hamm. Larry. <laughs> like these, these are funny things. Like yeah. these are really funny moments. Um, but I don't know if like a whole season is funny anymore. That's my concern. But I'm yeah. still I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm, watch I'm, it. I'm I'm thrilled to have it. So it's my number five, Adam. Uh, my number five is a movie. I think I have only movies left after this. I, I only have only now. movies. That was my up. last. That was my last show. Um, I no games. This I've been toying where to put this. So it kind of sits right in the middle. Um, and it's we're, we're fortunate enough to get another movie from this guy um, two years in a row. And it's Yorgos Lanthimos' new film, Kind of Kindness. Um, it's got basically the same cast as Poor Things. And he hasn't 
missed on any movie he's ever done. He's done like six or seven movies and they've all been, I can't even rank them. They're all like top tier movies. Um, they're always so funny and dark and, and, and really weird. This one, the only reason I had this lower and I was less excited about it uh, was because it's an anthology and I'm not always crazy about anthology movies, mm-hmm. but we'll see. I think he could do something cool with it. Jesse Plummins in it as well. The mm-hmm. newer edition from is Emma Stone in it too. Emma Stone, Hunter Schaefer's in it. Yeah, Yorgos, Yorgos um, so. Defoe, Defoe, Margaret Qualley. No, Ruff, Ruffalo doesn't come back for things. The, from the last no one. Ruffalo. Yeah, snubbed at the SAG Awards. Yeah, there's a lot of snubs. Oh, the SAG Mark Awards. Ruffalo is amazing in that movie. So yeah. Yeah, Yorgo's not missing right now. Oh, he did the lobster, which is great, and the favorite, which is great. So you're right, Adam. He did the lobster. I, I, knew, I knew that. I just it's like lobster one of those killing a sacred deer, dog yeah. tooth, favorite. The only one I've never seen Alps. Alps is a weird yeah, I haven't Greek seen, I haven't one. Seen that one either. Uh, Dev number five. Okay, gut check time. This is where <laughs> what separates the the true media consumers from the casuals. Uh, number five, I'm going with the penguin. Honorable mention. Okay. And you know, know, so I I recently within the last two months rewatched the Batman, mm-hmm. which minus the last thirty minutes is like quite literally all time for I'll for take, a Batman for Batman for it for Batman medium. Um, I agree. It's by far not perfect as a as a movie, but as a Batman thing, it fits right in. And I love everything that they basically chose to do with it up to the end with the, the explosions in the water, turning it to no man's land yeah. and a weird cameo at the end, um, like character designs, actor choices. Um, Pattinson's portrayal is like this unhinged, like 20 something is super cool to me. Uh, and you know what? One of the one of the scene stealing parts of that movie was Colin as the penguin. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I was, think I think movie. that's going to get some attention from people. Yeah, I think I do. Again, you talked about things that are going to help Max out HBO. I think Penguin's going to be one of those big things. It made my honorable mention. Obviously, I'm not as high on the film as you and um, Nick are, but also I probably have to go back and watch it because I've only seen it once. So maybe I, I am due for rewatch, but I am excited for this show. And I do think what he did for the penguin for me was the highlight of that film. So if the movie had ended, uh, we'd all seen it. And I don't think Adam gives a shit, even if he hasn't seen it, if it had ended, I with... saw it, I went to the movie theater and I watched the whole thing. Don't if, uh, if, if the movie had ended with the bombs going off, I think it might be considered one of the two or three best Batman movies of all time. Yeah. Um, Nick, number five. Uh, number five. Um, I'm gonna go with Max scene. Honorable mention the third of the uh, number two, Adam. I got it, and I got it. Number two, all right. We got three. It's the closest it came so far. Well, I there it is. Honorable mention. It was, it was number 12 for me. We're going by technical things I did top 20. It's gonna be awesome. He they they haven't missed it yet on either no. of them. Like the first no. one was so Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like it had that feel, that dirty Texas heat, you know. Have and you it seen was the this, Kasnick? Uh this new one. 
Go uh, on. Michelle Moynihan. Oh, your man's in it. Your fucking guy. Who? Bobby Cannavale. Oh, yeah. Cannavale's my guy. Who doesn't like Bobby? <laughs> Everyone likes Bobby. Bobby, Bobby Cannavale's in it. Juan Carlos Esposito's in it. Kevin Bacon's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Checky, who uh, was uh, did a fantastic job as Diana and just won a Golden Globe for playing Princess Diana. She's she's tremendous, and some people might know her from the Guardians. So I think it's obviously Mia Goff and uh, Lily Collins, who is uh, making her way up in Hollywood Hi, right Bryce. now. And I see from, Halsey's uh, name on here, which I'm fine with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine it's with a little Halsey. Good. Yeah, I I really this went up. In and out of my list, I'm really excited. As you said, it it hasn't missed from the Ty West. De- uh, not Devin. Uh, Adam put me on to two uh, X, and then Pearl. I mean, you can debate. I think Pearl's the better acted movie. Yeah, but X mm-hmm. is also just like a really unique kind of throwback take on horror as well. When I saw X in the theater, I was just I was hot the entire time. Like it's just like it's got that feel. Yeah. You know, it's like backwoods Texas, you know, and it's just, it's just like this dusty ass cabin and this, you know, this old couple just kind of creeping around. I'm like, this is great. Like, this is amazing. This is exactly what I want. Yeah. And I have an observation. And it's funny. And it's funny. Yeah. Like, also, funny. Pearl is funny too. Everything on Nick's list has a contemporary pop star in it. <laughs> Do a leap on Halsey? Come on. <laughs> Who's a beekeeper? Somebody's got to be. Oh, beekeeper. somebody's a beekeeper. It's a state of the movie. There's a there's the secret Beyonce cameo that Oof. they yes. haven't talked about. I think Lizzo's in it. No. Oh God. Uh, that's a great pick. Uh, yeah, like I yeah, said, I want to talk about Maxine. Yeah, please do. Maxine is is my number two also, um, and I'm really excited for it. I think, like you said, it was like. First one was Texas Chainsaw. Second one is like horror, sound, a horror Wizard of Oz kind of like hard to really put, put a like it's like a '50s style. And then now we're on Maxine. It's like the '80s, and I feel like this one's gonna be like a slasher. And I hope, and I I know it will be like a gritty, gritty slasher, um, which is what I want. Like he's done House of the Devil, which is amazing. Um, and if it's in any vein like that. I guess you were saying you're like espionage movies are yours, Dev, and Nick's are heist movies. Mine are basically anything to do with the porn industry, I guess. So <laughs> anything like that, I'm in. You know, it's and Maxine fucking, is that. You know, it's so awesome when you look at uh, Ty West's IMDb. It's like Pearl X Them, Tales from the Loop, The Resident. Amazing, gotta love it. Just to fall down to the right. And he did obviously then a lot of more horror doing The Exorcist and the Scream TV show, but then just the random The Resident in there just cracks me up. He also acts in things, he randomly acts in stuff. Yeah. I think he's just like kind of in the indie horror realm and people just like, he's just friends with everyone. And he's been doing stuff for years, but he didn't really get on until X. Like he didn't hit that mainstream. Yeah. House of the Devil's like damn near 20 years old. Wow. And that movie that movie's was, so good. Yeah, that movie was great. That movie's so like perfectly like late 70s, early 80s. Like it looks like you just popped in a VHS you like that you found and you were like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. Plus it's got Tom Noonan. That guy's a fucking monster. <laughs> and Greta Ger- Gerwig's in it. Uh we go back to you, Nick. Uh to number four. 
Uh, yeah, my la- my my four and third were uh, were were talked about already. Number four okay. was True Detective. Okay, so we'll we can pat. skip to you, uh, Dev. Number four. Thank you for the consideration. Uh, I hope to uh, to have some more uh, discussion going forward. Um, my number four is Masters of the Air. Okay. Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, executive produced. Guess what they did like 20 years ago? Band of Brothers. Guess what they did 15 years ago? The Pacific. Guess what they're doing now? A movie about bombers. Miniseries. Need I say more? No. Austin Butler, does he bring the accents? That's my question. Butler and uh, Barry Keegan. Yeah. Barry Keegan. I'm the guy from Sex Education. I was in... Ooh. I was in basically basically off of uh, you know Band of Brothers and the Pacific, but I'm even more in with a pretty cool big contemporary cast. The only problem is that it's Fukunawa who's directing it, and he did that terrible Bond movie. But everything else he's done is great. I think he's also kind of a sex pest. A what? Sex pest. I Can thought there was some you... stuff about him. I didn't you know I, what I'm okay. talking about. Well, <laughs> first, well, you know I what have, I mean. I I know what you mean, but I've never heard of that phrase before, and that, like it's like so. No, <laughs> it's like I think that's the the common kind of creepy. It's like the 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 biblical term, sex pest. A biblical, mm, yeah, going back two thousand years. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I, uh, you know, yeah, just in it. Just I'm I'm in it to win it. Yeah, it should be good. Apple, and that comes out soon too, uh, January 26th. I believe I had it on my list last year and it got bumped because of the strike. Oh, okay. Uh, Adam, you're number four. Um, I'm going to be really mad if this is not on Nick's list and it might be his number one. So I might be stealing some thunder here. But uh, I'm putting Terrifier 3 oh. as my pick number, here. Was that number one for you, Nick? It was not, and it was an honorable mention, believe it or not. Honorable mention? That's I actually it? thought I actually thought there was yes, yes, yes. I was doing a real kind oh. of list. And then Terrifier 3. Okay. A real? What are you talking? This is a real list. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is a real list. It's Terrifier 3. That trailer is insane. It's gonna be or the amazing. third one. It's uh it's set at Christmas time this time around. The trailer has him potentially murdering a child. While delivering Christmas presents oh and then eating bloody milk and cookies, uh, it looks amazing. And they they have funding now because he made like ten million dollars of the last movie, and he gets basically every penny of it. So he said he's been able to hire a makeup team this time, so it doesn't take him nine years to make a movie. Um, and so we're like two years now since the last one, um, and it's coming out right around Halloween. So it'll be awesome it's gonna be amazing maybe it'll go to uh, more than one one like a half a theater yeah it'll get like uh, it'll one screen one screen one night <laughs> yeah one night only one night only i would go uh, <laughs> we did <laughs> my uh my number four is uh deadpool three i get to see hugh jackman in the og wolverine suits uh it's probably the first opening to the x-men in the mcu Taylor Swift is Dazzler. Anyone? Why not? Uh, she actually. 
That's the rumor, yeah. That's what it sounds like. Taylor Swift is, is this on your list too, wow. Nick? Oh. Uh, a pop star. They, they, yeah. Shit. I didn't know about this until now. This is new news. <laughs> if I knew... I knew there, there's actually been a, there's been a debate if when the trailer drops if they should show Taylor's in it to help the box office out a little bit well, that, because that'll be the Super Bowl trailer. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, and they'll show Dazzler, and there's expected to be a few other cameos. Uh, it's a big movie for the MCU too, as you know, Nick and Devin particularly know the uh, multiverse has not gone great. So hopefully, this is something that can fix and reconfigure where the multiverse is it's the only mcu movie out this year first the first deadpool is great number two is fine it's a good it's a it's a good one i know devin and uh adam aren't the biggest ryan reynolds fans but i'm excited to see wolverine excited to gotta get back in this world and uh hopefully uh if the rumor of the big bad is true that's very exciting as well because the rumor is potentially mr sinister so we will see where we go I don't with that. mind I don't mind Ryan Reynolds if if they didn't blur the line between Deadpool's personality and Ryan Reynolds' personality. So you really didn't like how he accepted an Emmy this week then? Just pick one. Like just he's either he's either Ryan Reynolds in a red suit or he's Deadpool w- without a costume with a yeah. with a really beautiful family. Yeah. So I, mean, I I think Ryan Reynolds like his persona is Deadpool. Yeah. So I think that's why this movie could be okay because it's him doing what he does. It's like, but so yeah. what I mean is like Deadpool's translating into every other movie he does. That's, yeah. that's why I just like, that's Deadpool why I get, movie. It could be fine. Yeah. I have no problem with the first Deadpool. I actually haven't gotten around to see the second one. I'm not, I'm not even against it. Josh Brolin's cable seems like a really great Josh casting. Brolin. It's just yeah. one of those things where like you see it all over the place. You see it in mint mobile ads. You see it for gin ads. You see it, just him on camera and you're like just i've just had enough of either deadpool or ryan reynolds or dead reynolds or whatever and there'd be a lot more coming and and again i'm just excited to see hugh jackman back in the world this might be the well i think he'll be in secret wars um but specifically to see him in a suit how many x-men movies have we seen him tease the suit and as he's gonna get the bag he's gonna get the he's gonna get the rdj treatment he's gonna do like 10 movies he's gonna make 500 million dollars off of it and like everyone's going to be happy uh it's just exciting too to see him like i talked about x-men 97 we've been waiting for this suit in live action we've had to tease so many damn times so we've seen him as weapon x we've seen him in a lot of er uh, iterations we finally get to see wolverine in that suit and we get to see probably him and deadpool have a real fight unlike what they did in uh, wolverine origins which is absolutely terrible so uh, i want to see a 60 year old jacked hugh jackman Hell yeah. If we're talking 10 years. I'm like, I want to see a 60 year old man just jacked. I mean, he did just uh, get divorced, so he might keep it for a while. He might. Uh, this number... movie has to make money so Ryan Reynolds can keep getting Wrexham promoted there you go. In, in soccer. Otherwise, how many, how many Wrexham jerseys are going to be in that movie? <laughs> well, yeah. the interesting thing is, too, I believe Rob McAnally's never been in a movie or very solemn has been in a movie. So this might be the first time Rob McAnally is actually in a film. If you check his IMDb out, he has not been yeah. in a lot of films. It's mainly TV shows. He's mainly Why just he in it? done Sunny and done uh, the show that does for Apple that I'm forgetting the name of right now. So I guess that that's what it is. It's like he's doing this to get a payday so they can keep funding Wrexham. Yeah, it's for both of them. Uh, 
and then also <laughs> and this is the first time too also with the the fox merger with the mcu where you're starting to see them put this property and they weren't really allowed to put any x-men characters in until 2024 25 so now we're getting to see this uh number three for me ballerina anna de Armas, the world of john wick i'm in let's go i don't i don't know i think this is a prequel um it has keanu in it so those who know john so i have seen john wick four it might be a little bit harder let's just say for him to potentially be involved if not uh well it's based Lance within Riddick. his family right because angelica houston stars in this mm-hmm. as well yeah uh lance riddick's in it so we get to see the goat one last time in this world so that's also great uh norma Reedus also is in it as well so yeah excited to go back to this world. and the best part of that i talked about that terrible bond movie the best part was like the 10 minutes we got with anna darmus so getting to see her go in this role which she should have had in bond get to see her in this full out john wick universe give it to me i'm excited Plus, she was in that ghost movie, which ruled. Yeah, you didn't have it, Dev? <laughs> uh, it was 11. It was 11. Awesome. Just because I haven't seen like much promotional stuff for Like I know they've talked about it for ages, but... Like, yeah, I'm assuming it's a Super Bowl trailer, too, because it's June. And I also feel uh, bad, because I didn't, I didn't watch like the Continental, so I'm a little bit behind on my John no, Wick. Nobody, nobody did. That's the problem. Um, you didn't watch that show? I definitely didn't. So that's number three for me. Uh, I only have my number one left because I did make it a two. So, Dev, number three. Okay, number three is a show called The Sympathizer. Okay. I just talked, you know, we just talked about our, our levels of tears of I'm in. And this is a Cold War post-Vietnam espionage thriller from the point of view of the Vietnamese. Hmm. Uh, a Vietnamese communist in America. Uh, which I think is cool. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. actually plays a couple different roles in it. I see Adam's oh, probably is... like puking. Mm, I did. I did see this trailer, and it actually looked pretty interesting. It I had this on my honorable yeah. mention, by the way, Dev. Yeah, I just uh, is one of the few things. Like I watched the trailer of all the things I was doing my research today, and it was like, damn, like it seems uh, very well realized. I know it's coming out for sure. Uh, something to look forward to. Uh, kind of gives me like some vibes of like the White House plumbers per se, uh, yeah. a little bit of comedy, but just from a perspective we don't normally see, which is uh, the Vietnamese or the Viet Cong. Like it, yeah. I think I said honorable mention for me. Also directed by Park Chan Wook. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Which is pretty huge. That's huge. Uh, Adam, did three episodes of it. Three for you. Um, somebody's got to have this on the list. I'd be surprised if it's not anywhere. And it's um, Dune Part Two. My number one. It's my number two. It's number Don't one. Don't have it. Don't have it. Don't care. They just kill everyone's oh, list. That's Don't aggressive. care. Oh, Don't even care. That's tough. This is when what? everything that's happens aggressive. in the book. Yeah. This is when the real shit happens. The first yeah. one is just vibes. I and haven't been able to into, like real shit. I haven't been able to buy into this universe. I figured you guys all have it very very high, and that's cool. I just it didn't hasn't vibe with me yet. You're that absolutely is absolutely missing out. Villeneuve is, well, just makes good movies. <laughs> yes, he does. Mm-hmm. I think he's my favorite living director right now. Living director. No, Ridley Scott's still number one. Well, there's an alien movie. I, my number one out. is coming oh, up. Oh, there it is. That was my honorable mention. Not with him. Alien. Not with him. 
Uh, Somebody else Adam. Speak more on Dune. And then but yeah, Dune. Can, uh... Yeah, we ended like when Dune one came out. Nobody really knew it was just one movie um, until it was like a couple weeks before it came out. I think it was announced that it was part one, um, which made sense to people that know Dune, um, but was still surprising. And so now we've waited over two years uh, for this one, and. I think this is the end. I still haven't heard confirmation if there's a, there's a show on HBO as well coming. There's shows so. coming, but those are totally separate things. Like those will be based yeah. on other novels um, in, in the universe. But um, Dune is just one of the, like, probably one of the best uh, like sci-fi novels ever. And yeah, there's no Star Wars without it. This and this first Dune film um, by Villeneuve was like, it was like I hadn't read the book in, in 15 years and it felt like deja vu. Just like everything I imagined the book was, is this movie. Um, and it's just fantastically done. It looks beautiful as Villeneuve does with everything. And it like everyone comes to play. Everyone is doing what they need to do. This put Chalamet, I think, on the map as like a real star. Not that he hadn't really done much, but like that big, big star. And I just am excited to see how this kind of gets wrapped up. If it is wrapped up. Or if we're you're adding what, see more. Florence, Florence Pugh and who else to this? Austin Butler. Yeah. Um, I mean, Zendaya, basically, because she was yeah, she wasn't really in barely it. in the first one. She was just yeah. in the very 12 end. Minutes. 12 minutes. Um, so now she's going to be involved a lot more. Um, it's probably going to be like four hours long. Christopher Walken, was he in I'm the first one? It. No. Was he? No, he's the, so. um, he's the emperor, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Frank Herbert did five, five or six Dune novels, and then his son took mm-hmm. over for basically the rest of the series. So it's generally well accepted that whatever he wrote is like the the pantheon, the pinnacle of of the series. So I wouldn't be surprised if, assuming this does well, they were they'd go with all the OG stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speak on a Dev Dune. I can't do it any better than Adam did. Just yeah. that um, it is the basic basis for contemporary science fiction. Uh, it's essentially written like Lord of the Rings, if you really think about it, but just set on Mars with spice. Um, but the second half of the book, which is what this movie's based off of, is after you've learned all the history, after you've learned all the settings and characters, the traits, the language, and you really start vibing and start kind of immersing yourself in the world. And quite literally when I mean it, like shit really, really, really pops off in the second half of the book. So this this movie will not be as dry, no pun intended, as the first one would was. Uh, Nick? Uh, um, again, I think just getting back to like Villeneuve, it's like he makes incredible movies. His His set pieces are unreal. The colors are insanely good. Um, and yeah, adding a couple people to this cast is not going to hurt it, you know. And then again, it's going to be, man, it's the first one was a spectacle. It was like I was so excited to see it when it came out in theaters. And then you see the Shyamalan come out of the sand. And you're like, this is exactly what I need in life. And it was one of the greatest things I've seen on a big screen. And then it was just like, all right, perfect. I can't wait for the second one. So Adam, I'm, I'm really excited. That was number three for me. Um, I'm really excited to hear the Hans Zimmer didgeridoo soundtrack come back. 
because that score is wild from the first one. He's hitting those didgeridoos like a motherfucker. Like I'm in. Dev, that was number. What number was that for you, Dev? That was one. And Nick, what was that for you? Ah, uh, two. Two. Okay. So your number one still available then, Nick? Oh yeah. Okay. Go for it. And by the way, too, I should just say, dude, like, I guess it's not that I don't care. It just hasn't unfortunately clicked with me yet. I, I do know um, people that I have talked to said if I read the book that I maybe have more of a connection to it per se. Cause when I watched the movie, as you did say, Dev, I just found it very dry and couldn't really find myself into it. So definitely have to do a rewatch and maybe, maybe potentially read the book to get, I, I, I understand the connection it has to past sci-fi and modern sci-fi and how influential it is more importantly on Star Wars. It is incredibly influential to Star well, Wars. Dune part one kind of suffers from the Harry Potter effect where in what JK Rowling described over two or three pages, they just showed you Mm -hmm. and they didn't actually tell you anything about it. Uh, Same thing happens in Dune. Like when you see these characters, you actually read two or three pages of their history, their backstory, their name, what, what have you. So you actually know exactly what's going on and it all kind of happens within five seconds of the movie. So it makes sense that you would be, fairly uninformed yeah uh nick number one um i'm going with the new george miller movie and i'm going with furiosa that's my my number number one one as well baby (sighs) fuck man george miller the greatness even the bad mad maxes are fucking great so this one should be just great uh annie taylor joy i think can hold the screen it's got hemsworth the guy's the fucking greatest i love everything with hemsworth in this like i love it i love i'm so excited to see hemsworth not be thor to be something different to be a different character and the first dad did you have uh furiosa honorable mention okay yeah same uh um i know the first one the the, not the first but the most recent one was such a spectacle it kind of changed how you wanted to see movie you have to see this in imax best sound best everything like this is like one of those movies like if you oh wait till i get home then you don't give a shit about the movie you have to see this in a theater in imax there's that's the only way to see this like this this or dune i think is what's going to win the the box office this year is one of these two films probably dune but this is definitely going to be a close one well talking about how dune is like contemporary like basically the start of modern contemporary sci-fi Mad Max Fury Road is essentially the start of 21st century action movies. Um, it really paved the way for the ability to make something that's entirely cinematic using tons of practical effects and conveying a super simple story, which they, when they did the director's version was all in black and white with no dialogue. That's how good of a movie, that's how good of a visual storyteller George Miller is. The first movie I technically ever saw was Mad Max. The original? Yeah, my parents took me to it. Man, watch that again. That movie still rules. Yeah, the Thunderdome, the Thunderdome's a little hard to watch, but that first one is still a classic. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah. It was on cable during uh, the holidays. It's great. And I mean, too, like, that, that first time I, I went with Devin and his fam to uh, see the newer Mad Max. And I didn't, it was kind of one of those, I didn't know really what to expect. You know, you kind of seen the trailers like that looks cool. And you're just like jaw to the floor. 
I was like, what is going on? This is unbelievable. And yeah, I'm really excited to see Hemsworth again, just be a different role. So my list is done. Uh, Nick, your list is done. Devin, you have number two still. Okay. Correct. I can't believe you don't have this, Josh. It's the Acolyte. Star Wars live action. The end of yeah. the High Republic. I had this because we don't know for sure. This is That's a hope and a prayer. This is a hope and a prayer, but this also... Yeah. Uh, this kind of goes against my rule of like having things with trailers and posters and casts yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, the time frame at which this show will potentially take place is important for a lot of reasons, but also for those fans of the original trilogy and the prequels, theoretically will do a lot to set the stage for galactic intrigue and, and trade disputes. Yeah, I had it on honorable mention as well. But again, I wasn't sure if I could nail down uh, a date on it, but super excited for it. It's going to, if it does come out this year, uh, it's it's going to be electrified. Uh, Adam, did you get your whole list? I got number one left. Okay. How's number one? Um, you were saying the best directors of all time um, that are still working. Sorry, not of all time, but working directors. Uh, my number one director who's still working is the Canadian David Cronenberg. And he has a new film this year. It's called The Shrouds. Um, there's not a lot about it. There was like one image that just came out. I'm assuming it'll probably come out at like 10 or definitely TIFF this year. Mm -hmm. um, but anything he does, I'm in for it. It's It's slated as a horror thriller. I'm sure there's some techno jargon body horror stuff um that's what i'm hoping for it's got vincent castle in it um it's got guy pierce is in it as well um and it's just amazing like everything he had a few misses slight misses i'd say um recently with like dangerous method maps of the stars um but then he came back with crimes of the future in 2022 which is really underrated as like a super body horror play essentially like mm -hmm. it's like a theatrical play um, and I didn't realize this, but his wife passed away in like 2018 or 2017. And oh. apparently this is like his most personal film that he's made. Uh, so it sounds definitely up my alley. It should be pretty good. Nice. So there we go. Uh, everyone is done. So the number one to the end of the day, Nick and I both picked Furiosa, Devin picked Dune, and Adam went with Cronenberg the shrouds 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 my apologies the shrouds not the crudes that's the nick cage <laughs> um <laughs> few uh i'll go quick for my honorable mentions didn't get mentioned uh mario vs dk on switch the princess peach game on the switch uh ncaa football 2024 which i wanted to put on this list and we were supposed to get a trailer uh during the national championship and it never happened so I just couldn't trust it. But if not, it would have made my list. Uh, Sonic 3, the first two Sonic movies are actually good. And you're going to get uh, Shadow the, Set, the Hedgehog in this. So that's pretty good. Uh, another one that just barely missed out, Inside Out 2. I wanted to put it on the list. But it just missed a really one of the better Pixar movies. Gun Fu Panda 4 should be fun. Um, Acolyte, like Devin mentioned, Skeleton Crew. Uh, Bad Batch Season 3. Um and then one that I, I wanted to put on here, but I just couldn't get it, was Mr. And Mrs. Smith with uh, Donald Glover. Cautiously. Not the 21 Savage movie with, with Donald Glover. No, 
Not that one. No, <laughs> no not that one. Uh, Adam, what was your honorable mentions? Um, I had a couple that I wasn't sure if they're going to come out, but Ari Aster's new movie, Eddington, uh, has Emma Stone, Christopher Abbott, Joaquin Phoenix, and Pedro Pascal. Damn. So that seems that's good. insane. Um, there's a movie called Jaunty, and it's Eric Wareheim from Tim and Eric. It's his first oh, uh, feature <laughs> wow. film that he's directing, and it stars Michael Sarah, who hasn't had a starring role in a movie in a long time. No. Um, so if that comes out, I'm excited for it. Um, I don't know if I'm, ex- I w- I'll see it, but um, I'm not really excited for it, but Francis Ford Coppola's Megapolis, if yeah. that actually exists, I don't even know if it exists, <laughs> but it's insane. Um, I also had uh, Steve McQueen is coming out with another film called Blitz. He did like 12 Years a Slave, Hunger, yeah. Shame. Um, his films are always amazing. And uh, this ju- this was like a real um honorable mention that was like probably 11 on my list is Nosferatu um, by Robert Eggers. I thought it would make it. It was close. Um, It comes out on Christmas Day this year. Um, I'm just like not crazy about the Nosferatu story Mm -hmm. and like the original it's okay but um, so that's like the only reason it didn't make it but I'm sure he'll do something super interesting and wild with it. Uh, Dev, any general mentions? We talked about probably half of them. I'd also throw in uh, Transformers 1, which is an animated movie. I thought you'd have that. Well, there's not enough information to like really be excited for other than the fact that it will come out this year. So it's the yeah. prequel to the start of the war, which is really yeah. cool. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Last Crown, seems like a, like a wild return for a very classic video game franchise. The Bear Season yeah. 3 is apparently out this year because post is they're working on post-production yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, Hades 2. And then Rise of the Ronin, which is a game by Team Ninja, who uh, most famously most famously did uh, Ninja Gaiden in the 2000s. And they did the Neo series. So yeah. lots of samurais and ninjas and shit in mine. So in right now. Nick, any honorable mention we missed for you? Um, I did have Alien, uh, Nosferatu, uh, the new Strangers movie, because um, those movies rule. Is Luke uh, Wilson in it? Man, no, it's the third <laughs> one, so there's going to be nobody in it, um, which is fine. Still going to, still going to rule. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing too, 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 too heavy elsewhere. Gladiator I, two, yeah, I think it's okay. coming out. So Gladiator, yes, I, forgot, I was like, is someone going to do Gladiator? <laughs> Gladiator? Is, is this one he's in like heaven or something? Like, I need to know about the story first. Cast is crazy. Denzel's in this. Maybe he's like Damon Hunsu's son or father, or is this like even connectors to Maximus? Not one hundred percent sure. Well, let's fact check. It's follow Maximus's son after his death. Man, Barry, okay, I'm in. how much? How many movies is Barry Keegan in this year? Like no, 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 like, no. That's actually. what I was gonna say. He dropped out of that. Oh, he oh, did. did he? He dropped out of this movie. Um, there's this really amazing um, British director named Andrea Arnold. She did a movie called Fish Tank. She did one called American Honey. You might have seen with like Shia LaBeouf. Um, she's really good. He dropped out of Gladiator to do her new movie hmm. called nice. Bird. That's coming out this year, which is going to be a big, a big international hit. I think. 
Yeah, like yeah, we, in you know who circles. didn't direct that? Ridley Scott, the, be- the best living director. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, or my favorite living director. Yeah, I thought Adam <laughs> mentioned Challengers also. The Zendaya film that got pushed back. It has a little yeah, bit of Luca, Guada, yeah. Guada, Lino. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know to say his name. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I saw the trailer. or Was there a trailer or the images? Whatever I saw. I was like, yeah. eh. But kind of. Nothing's the beekeeper. I mean, let's be honest. Nick kind of just let's be honest. Nick just kind of took it over with that. So, so there you go. Twenty twenty four. It should be. Oh, and I, I, like I said, I didn't have Star Wars Outworlds on it. I was going to, but again, I didn't know for sure if it was coming out or not. So it's kind of one of those, kind of like David's mentioned. There's been these trailers, and that we don't know if something. I mean, we didn't know there was going to be this God of War DLC, and then it just popped out. So. It's kind of hard to know. Games at the start of the year are really hard to to nail down. It's really hard. So, uh, yeah, you all right. Never thanks, know. thanks to Nick. Thanks to Adam. Thanks to Devin. Uh, thanks everyone for our most anticipated list of uh, 2024. Until next time, folks. Thank you for listening to Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take Forty Two.